Hey there, advisors, and welcome to the podcast. In this episode, we're going to dig into a key element of behavioral finance, specifically the role of anchoring and adjusting in your client meetings and how you can use this basic psychological principle to help clients make better choices. In this episode, we're going to look at what is anchoring and adjusting, how does it work, where does it come from, and what do you do with it as an advisor to help clients. So, imagine two questions. You go to group one and you say, do you think there are more or less than a million stars in the Milky Way? And then you go to group two and you say, do you think there are more or less than a billion stars in the Milky Way? Now, on average, group two's guesses are going to be higher than group one's guesses simply because you set the anchor higher in the question, a billion versus a million. And in this case, the anchor increases the accuracy of the estimates. There are actually at least 150 billion stars in the Milky Way. Some say up to 250 billion stars. So most of us use the number embedded inside the question as a subconscious anchor. We don't necessarily realize we're utilizing that value in calculating our guess, though research actually shows we are. Here's another example closer to home. When you find out how much someone else paid for a ticket to something, your mental accounting of fair value starts to get calculated relative to that price, regardless of when the ticket was purchased and how supply and demand have fluctuated since then. It's another example of anchoring and adjusting, and the definition here is simple. When making a prediction or an estimate, or when calculating value or utility, we tend to adjust our estimates from a giving starting point, i.e. the anchor. This is particularly true in making numerical predictions, and it's particularly true in matters of finance. So why does that happen? How does anchoring and adjusting occur? Well, the first factor is informational influence. People have a need to be correct, or at least to feel we're correct. Because of this, we're very sensitive to cues that may be clues to help us be more accurate. We're looking, in other words, for the anchors because we want to be right. Secondly, there's the idea of heuristics or mental shortcuts. Humans are essentially cognitive misers. We only have so much attention to spare, and so we use mental shortcuts when possible to help save cognitive space. Heuristics, or rules of thumb, are important because the majority of the time, they help us arrive at a correct conclusion much more quickly than if we had to piece together an understanding from scratch or to do actual math. So, some of the heuristics at play with your clients are things like, for example, historical values. The price you once paid for something becomes an anchor from which you adjust your calculation of fair value now. What you've done in the past becomes the template against which you compare current alternatives. Another source of anchoring is called rules of thumb. Rules of thumb are essentially principles with a broad application, but not necessarily extreme accuracy. For example, in the United States, there's a rule of thumb that says you should save 10 to 15% of your income for retirement, or your age represents the percentage of bonds you should have in your portfolio. Or you should always have six months cash on hand for emergencies. Those are all rules of thumb, and those are all generally good advice until they aren't. For example, a client who needs to play catch-up in order to meet their retirement goals, those anchors may actually inhibit uh, the best decision-making. Anchors also uh, sometimes intentionally contribute to false decisions because they're simply false. 
So how do you use anchor and adjust anchor? <clears throat> so how do you use anchoring and adjusting to help clients? Well, first, better understand what are clients existing anchors. Engage with clients to understand the anchors that affect how they view your advice. Who have they been listening to? What heuristics or historical values are they applying to their current situation? When it comes to heuristics or rules of thumb, what do they believe? What are the mental shortcuts they make to simplify complex financial decisions? Asking clients how they decide or what they do is sometimes instructive, but you actually have to watch the decision process at work and break it down sometimes to really realize how clients are applying rules of thumb, right? Get to the reasoning behind the decision. Another way you can help clients use anchoring and adjusting to their benefit is use examples they can relate to as anchor, something relevant and something valid. It's, for example, why real estate agents always show you the comps before they recommend a listing price for your house. The key, though, is are the comps relevant and effective as anchors or are they not realistic? Here's another thing you can do. Uh, help clients set reasonable expectations for return, for example, by showing them a range of outcomes, not just a best case scenario. In this case, now you're using a range of anchors to avoid unpleasant surprises and to help clients be prepared for a set of eventualities versus hoping for best case. For uh, clients who are going to give you the business if returns aren't where they thought they would be, right? Target returns aren't working out. That's a helpful anchor. Set a range versus a target return. Another way you can uh, help a client set the right anchor is using tools like retirement calculators uh, or other calculators that create some hard data anchors to help clients set and save uh, set goals. And then anytime you as an advisor, here's a value add, right? When you as an advisor can help clients become more savvy consumers by providing them with things like price anchors for things like professional services, investment options. When you provide anchors that help them get better as buyers, you're helping clients avoid being taken advantage of by less than ethical operators. To summarize, anchoring and adjusting isn't good or bad. It's just a fact. It's what we do. And like any behavioral finance factor, it's really up to you as the advisor to use this principle for good and to help clients become aware of their own biases, reconsider their anchors, ultimately anchor to more useful data points. Right? We're in the anchoring business to be good advisors for our clients. Before we go, I'll give you one more example that I think is relevant now in the age of COVID-19. Business clothing. I just read a study in Harvard Business Review where researchers asked people, what do they prefer in their online meetings? And when it comes to dress, most people say that business professional clothing, like a suit, conveys professionalism. That's a traditional anchor. It's still true. And it's a reminder to me that I got to keep the dress shirts ironed for my online meetings. That's it for this time, advisors. Now go out, set the right anchors for your clients, and help them prosper. Good luck. See you next time. Dan Smeda signing out.